You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to My Dog Digs Dirt. I'm Lauren Collier, your host, and I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of fashion. Love to see what's new and exciting. And while top models and supermodels and couture fashions are no strangers to the runway, these days they seem to be getting a bite of competition in the form of four-legged friends. In fact, this year, canine couture and women's wear fashion walk hand in paw on the runways during New York Fashion Week. When we come back, you're going to meet the designer who is breaking all kinds of barriers for our favorite furry friends. Stay tuned. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Yuppie Puppy City Kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50% commission selling our premium pet products. Advocate Gina Brick says the opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. My Dog Digs Dirt is back. We're woofing with delight to introduce you to a designer who I absolutely adore. He is on the cutting edge of pet couture fashion, known internationally. Please welcome the oh-so-fabulous Anthony Rubio, who is a true pioneer in pet fashion. In fact, this year, you could see Anthony's fashion during New York Fashion Week. Models, canines, humans walked hand in hand and paw in hand on that catwalk. And uh, really an unbelievable fashion show. Anthony, thank you so much for being here. I'm a huge admirer of your work. Thank you so much for having me and congratulations on your new show. Thank you, Anthony. We used to have you on Pet Talk all the time and everybody would write in. They just couldn't wait to see what you were doing. And now here you are. I want to congratulate you. What a wonderful accomplishment because I don't think canines and humans have ever walked on the fashion runway before in the capacity uh, that uh, we just saw. So let's talk about that first. This is really uh, groundbreaking. Yes. In the past, when people saw uh, there was a pet on the runways, it was an accessory. It was the type of thing that was, you know, to embellish or to enhance the fashions that were going down the runway. For instance, if it was a racy suit and they wanted a dog, like if they were going to be going out for a walk. I turned the tables around, and the first thing I made clear was that the dogs were the models and the the female models were the accessories in my case. And in order to break the barriers, I had to revisit 
my formal education in fashion design and bring out women's wear. And it was widely accepted. And I think that, like you said, I broke some barriers there. And it's interesting because you really are classically trained. And yes. so you really had that foundation and which, you, well, you're still, you know, doing women's fashion. But how did you branch off into pet fashion, particularly pet couture? Because your creations, for those who are not familiar with Anthony, just the few that aren't Anthony, uh, we're going to show you some of the pictures on our page. But uh, it's just incredible the work you do. So how did you decide, let me start making these fashions as well? <laughs> well, first of all, I had studied women's wear, and I went into a different field of work. But many years later, I received a phone call from my brother that there was a situation going on with a dog that was being abused. And I rushed to that site, and lo and behold, I rescued the dog. His name was Bandit. Wow. And I, I, I saved him, rehabilitated him, and he was a guest on your show. Yeah. Uh, and and um, he took the dog industry by storm because I would dress him up and he would play the part. Most of the time, at that, in the beginning, it was mostly his doppelgangers. So he was Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, Lady Gaga. And a lot of people loved what I was creating. And people were asking me would I do it, you know, for their dogs. And um, the rest is history, you know. And eventually, everybody wanted a design. And they liked the fact that they were individual and they were collectible pieces. And um, as I said, it became history. So here I am doing doggy couture. Well, was it hard to make that transition? It was because physically, it's a whole different concept. And when I started, we're talking about 12 years ago. Right. Um, there were no real doggy patterns. I mean, they're not teaching some courses at FIT for... Uh, doggy design, but back then there weren't any, and uh, like human beings, um, dogs are come in different shapes and sizes, and um, while a human being is standing upright vertically, the dogs are more horizontal, so they're right. on the ground, and so you see the things looking down versus with a human being, you look straight across. So I had to study the physiology of the dog, the flexible parts, you know, the joints and everything, so my thing has always been about the safety and the comfort of the animal. And, uh, yeah, I had a transition. I had to create my own patterns. I had to experiment. And, you know, I've had some, in the beginning, there were a few flops, of course, because you make mistakes. But with time and practice, things became a lot easier. And, yeah, there are a lot of other designers out there, and there are a lot of concepts that are practiced for the dog design industry. But I, I surpassed that where I create garments that look almost like human beings with tailoring and tucks mm -hmm. and, and pleats and things. So that's what catches the attention of the buyer. Yeah, because you you really your designs are really one of a kind. They're creations, really, and and they really stand out. Uh, so you, it must be interesting to get that inspiration. I know you travel, and uh, that's one of the ways you do. What are some of the other ways that you decide on what you're going to design? You put your collections together. Uh, it's just uh, amazing. Your creativity really is is it's amazing, Anthony. Well, I keep my finger on the fashion pulse, and a lot of the times I study what's going on in Europe. I study what's going on in the museums. I'm always involved in the media. As you know, I, I attend a lot of events, fundraisers. I, my, my second home is the Metropolitan Museum of Art, because I live for the arts. And I'm inspired by pretty much whatever's going on in the industry, in the movies, and in, in, on media. And it could be anything. And what it is is that I'm intrigued by textures and colors, and I want to recreate what I see. So, for instance, the collection that I presented for Fashion Week was inspired by my recent trip to um, Rome. 
where I went to the Borghese um, Galleria, where they had an exhibit going on with Caravaggio and a few of the masters. And I studied the artworks, and I loved the way the juxtaposition of colors, of the saturated colors against the dark backgrounds. And I just wanted to, like, create that moving images. And that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, they're like art pieces. Are you ever surprised? You sometimes start out with a vision, and then when the final product comes, it's it's completely different than what you thought it would be, both good and bad. Most, I would say, ninety five percent of the time, it's 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 I'm on target because mm-hmm. I'm I'm my own worst critic. So if it's not going the direction I want, I will tear it apart and start all over again. Right. But a lot of the time, it's a vision, and I pursue it, you know, intently. I'm nonstop, and I have to confess something that. Even though I sell some of the pieces, they're like giving away my babies. It's like I bet. Them up for it must be hard. Is it interesting to design for all the different uh, shapes and sizes? As we said before, you know, you've studied the anatomy. And of course, you know, people don't have tails. But I know you have chihuahuas. Now you have bogey and kimba. And that's quite okay. different than a bigger dog. I'm always hoping you're going to design something for my Anoki at 130 pounds. But um, you have to keep that in mind, I guess. Well, in the beginning, it was always about, you know, I, again, I was doing for my dog, because that right. was a Chihuahua mix. And Love then again, you know, I, I, Right, and I, I adopted Bokey and Kimba, who were brothers from the same litter. And it started off with small, and, and everybody was jumping on the bandwagon of designing for the small dogs. And then, like you said, there came the challenge where people were like, well, how come the big dogs are being neglected? And my thing was that I didn't want the big dogs to look like they were wearing human clothing. I wanted it to look like it was clothing for dogs that were big. And um, so, I, again, I pulled up my sleeves and um, dug into it, and I have dressed Leon Burgers. I have dressed... They're big, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a show that I dressed um, Bacher and the Labradoodle. Of course, and right. And I welcome your dog, please. I, I would love to, to dress Noki. So, Noki's um, waiting for you, Anthony, and Noki's just okay. waiting. <laughs> Now, you've also been featured uh, in so many different uh, wonderful magazines and on television, uh, Good Morning America, New York Times, Today Show, Women's Wear Daily. So you really have made sort of the crossover. Does that surprise you? No, that was my mission. That was always my mission. People were telling me from the very beginning, oh, the Dolly magazines are going to love you. And I was like, I looked at Dolly magazines and all, you know, it's all wonderful and it's, you know, but it's but I want to break barriers and I want to get into the fashion industry. You know, I want to introduce pet fashion as fashion. I want to bring it into the limelight, you know, and, mm-hmm. and like I said, the mission was there and it was planned all along that I would eventually end up on, on the runways of New York Fashion Week. The, the question was how to do it. Right. So, and as much as I tried and I did do a New York Fashion Show years ago with that the dogs were showcased, there was still a little bit of resistance, so I, I had to dig into my old lessons and start designing for people. And sure enough, I started doing the matching outfits, the dogs with the people, because they're now including the dogs in such things as weddings and family portraits. So I said, this is the time. So I rolled up my sleeves and started sewing and creating uh, my own patterns and did the women's wear with the matching dogs. I first presented my spring, my spring line in September at New York Fashion Week, and then I just did recently the fall and winter and fall of 2016. I just did it last month. 
and to wonderful reviews. And uh, so congratulations on that as well. I also don't want to forget to mention that you give back so much, Anthony. I mean, I have seen you at so many charity events, which is, uh, you really need to be applauded for that, especially, I don't know how you find the time, but it's wonderful. And I know you're going to be featured, yeah, in a wonderful fashion show coming up in Washington, D.C. as well. Yes, I'm doing fashion for pause. I always want to remind people that while it's fun and it's beautiful to be doing the fashions and putting our dolls on the pedestal and educating people about this whole process and what we go through, um, one-third of the proceeds of what I create goes to charity. And it's always been close to my heart because of how I rescued Bandit. And I feel that what's going on in my life and everything that has presented itself has been a blessing from Bandit because Bandit did pass away eight years after I rescued him. And I think he still blesses me to this day. Uh And um, I try to give back as much as I can. So I have a few organizations that I tend to work with, everyone from Bidaway to the Humane Society to the Westchester Humane Society. The one that's benefiting in the next show, I'm uh, being showcased at Fashion for Pause in Washington, D.C., for the Washington, D.C. Humane Society. And last year alone, they raised 400000 It's close to half a million dollars. Amazing. Uh, for, you know, for, you know, which is incredible. And I like to advocate for population control for the animals and for spaying and luring, you know, whatever it is to benefit the animals, because, you know, people just don't get into it. And they like to see the pretty stuff, but they don't understand. One thing that I did in my last show uh, for New York Fashion Week was I showcased a pit bull named Chance. Uh, I Chance, love that. That to bring down the guard, you know, everybody's guarded about that. Pit bulls are a mean dog. They have a bad reputation. And this this dog, he's such a baby. And uh. he, it's, he, he was gorgeous. He walked on the runway. He was scared of my bogey and Kimba, who are chihuahuas. <laughs> and he used to hide from them. And um, uh. I also featured a Leon Berger, Mr. America. Oh, yes. And, it's big, yeah. And I, I featured the poster boy for By the Wee. His name is Henry. He's been featured on the billboards of Times Square at the NASDAQ billboard. And I had a real nice story. This one you're going to love. I brought in from Animal Lighthouse, an organization based in Puerto Rico that rescues dogs that are on the streets. They're called Satos. This little dog was back in the streets for food a few weeks earlier. Uh. And he was flown into New York for, to put him up for adoption. And I asked to have one of their dogs represented in my fashion show. And don't you know that after the show, he was adopted. Oh, I love that. Oh, that is so true. That must have been better than all the applause. I mean, that's just so worth it. You know, we're going to take a short break now. So my dog, Digs Dirt, is going to come right back. But I want everybody to stay tuned. We'll have more with Pet Couture designer to the stars, Anthony (laughs) Rubio. So uh, stay tuned. You think that you're rescuing them, but honestly, they're going to end up rescuing you. You don't know what they've gone through, and they're not going to be perfect. And they are so happy that you are taking a chance on them to be a part of your family. I urge you to go down to your local shelters, pounds, dog rescues, foundations, you name it, and rescue a dog. Once you get your rescue dog, you should definitely order some Dinovite. Go online and order it. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dinovite. It's awesome stuff. 90 days of Dinovite will make your dog a happy dog. It will help them with their overall health. 
You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Dinovite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Call 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. My Dog Digs Dirt is back with designer Anthony Rubio, born and raised in New York City. You are now celebrating 10 years this October, right, Anthony, in the uh, fashion industry. It seems like yeah. you've really come a long way. I mean, your designs are just absolutely spectacular. Why, when you think about it, do you think that you're so popular? I think it's because of my mission and because, you know, I'm approachable. I'm that person that, you know, when people come to an event, I'm not hiding or being held behind anything. I'm like, when people come up to me, for instance, I'm like, they're like, oh, your boys are so cute. I'm like, here, how's Kimba? And people love that. And I encourage people to pursue their dreams and kids to study art. And, you know, it's all about, you know, making everything available. So yeah. I think that that's what makes it, you know, people can come up to me. And I think also, you know, your clothes are absolutely spectacular, but you also like to have fun. And you know, one of my favorite photos ever was of your bandit on the cover of the New York Post. You put a wig on him and he looked like Donald Trump. Yes, that was, was that was so great. How did you think of that? You were always making the paper with your Easter hats and uh, your design. So you, you also have a lot of fun with it. I sure do. I was asked to do something that had to do with iconic people in in New York. And I was like, who am I going to do? And I was like, Eric <laughs> Gina or, you know. And then all of a sudden it hit me. Donald Trump. That's and uh, <laughs> excuse and me. that I, that was going back many years ago, so that would be just as, uh, you know, hot today, right? threw his hat in the arena, yes. But he was popular because he was doing The Apprentice. Right. So I was like, let's do this. And the photo they captured, if you look at it closely, it looks like both, like Bandit is saying, you're fired. Yes. And that's how I approached them. And he ended up winning the contest that day. And he ended up getting on the New York Post. And they ended up using his picture in um, Comedy Central when they did the roast on Donald Trump. I love and, that. And so it just got around. So, But like, I, like you said, I just love having fun. And I think that definitely shows. Plus, I mean, your designs are wearable, like you said, and I think it's important for people to know, even though they're absolutely beautiful, they're still comfortable for the dog that you're designing for. That's important to you. I know that, isn't it, Anthony? Yes, yes it is. Absolutely. It's the most important thing. You want them to be, and you can tell as they're walking down the runway or, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, pawing down the runway. Now, what about for mm-hmm. listeners out there who might want to have you uh, make a design for them, be a part of their fashion show? Can you give me some idea of what somebody could do? What are the prices range? I guess it depends. And um, you, you design for all sizes, as we've mentioned before. How can people, uh, you know, uh, take part? As I mentioned, I'm, I'm pretty approachable. 
they want to reach me, they can go to my website, anthonyrubiodesigns.com. They can reach me at on Instagram at anthonyrubio01 on Instagram. Or they can email me at anthonyrubio01 at gmail. I take all questions. And, you know, I, the pricing sky's the limit. Depends on what they want to put into it, what the occasion is. So I have to have a consultation for that. And if they want to be in a show, that's a little bit more difficult because the shows don't come very often. And I have to, you know, select maybe 10 to 12 pieces that are going to be in the show. So sometimes we do... The last show, we had a mini contest, and we brought in the, content, the, the winner into the show as one of the runway models. But oh, like nice. I said, if there's something interesting or an interesting story, the dog was a rescue or was a hero of some sort, um, you know, I'm always willing to try the dogs out and, and put them on the runway because everybody deserves a chance. Oh, that's so great. And what about the time frame? Let's say somebody is planning, uh, they want a 4th of July kind of outfit. How much uh, time do you need for that? Well, it depends on how busy I am at the time, but usually a garment takes a couple of days to a week. And um, like I said, it depends on what they want because, I mean, I've gotten some calls for very simple garments, and then I've gotten things that are, like, out of this world where, like, there was one that I had to do with matching jewelry and crowns, and, you know, it was elaborate, and it took a month to put together. Because remember, it's not just the, the garments that I'm putting together, it's hunting down the materials I'm going to use. Right. And um, I've done things with semi-precious stones, so I've had to have jewels set into the garments as well. And, you know, like I said, it, it's something that has to be, they have to approach me and have a sit down with me so we could discuss it. Because another thing is that I refuse to dress a dog that doesn't want to be dressed. Yeah, yeah. You know, but- just because everybody thinks it's cute. If the right. dog is not comfortable, the dog doesn't want it, if, if it's going to make the dog miserable, I'd rather not do it. This is not about money. This is about having fun and, and, and enjoying it. You know, if a dog has acclimated to wearing clothing, you know, then I'm very willing. Yeah. And, but, you know, sometimes it's surprising. You might not think your dog does, but they kind of like it. But I, I know there are some that probably, you know, are not as happy. So that's wonderful that you do that as well. You know, I'm always trying to get you onto Project Runway. You know, I'm like, when are you going to be on there, Anthony? Uh, what's next for you, Anthony? You have so many exciting things on the horizon. What are you hoping for uh, for your next venture? I'm hoping to do something a little bit more available to the masses, something ready to wear. So I'm already working on some ideas for some harnesses that I can mass produce. But other than that, you know, I'm always aiming to for to the next level. So I'm, I, you know, you've seen me wearing my ties. I do the men's ties. Yeah, those are fabulous ties. too. Where can people Thank find you. those now that you mentioned well, it? Because those they, are wonderful. The same way they can contact me and they can we can discuss creating something special for the occasion. But eventually, I'd like to mass produce those as well. And, uh, I'm and those are for men. Of- those are for men. We have to say. Those yes, aren't doggy yes. ties, but you can put dogs no, on them, humans, right? Yeah, they're humans. They're real ties. I wear them myself. Yeah. I get a lot of attention for them. And somebody pointed out that it would look good on women, and it's true because yeah. a, a woman can carry a tie, a really nice tie, off. You know, I mean, Absolutely. you know, it, it's a fashion statement. And another thing is that I do some traveling, so we're at the, the very next day after the Washington show, we packed our bags and we're going to be headed to Milan. Oh, how wonderful. So Bogey and Kimber are going to have their adventures in Milan and Venice. Fantastic. And where can we follow you? Because folks will want to see you. I think you're on Instagram and Facebook. We want to follow uh, what you're doing. How do we find that, Anthony? I'm all over the place. I'm on Uh Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Facebook. They can go to my webpage because we always put all our adventures there. They can see the videos of everything that I've done from fashion shows to 
TV shows on YouTube. All that dudes on Punch and Anthony Rubio, and there's a list of things they could revisit Bandit. There's videos there of uh, when I taught Bandit to speak on command. So it's all there. Fantastic. So www.anthonyrubiodesigns.com. Anthony, give hugs to Bogey and Kimba and Rob for me. And uh, I wish you continued success. You're a wonderful designer and a wonderful person. So I really appreciate you you being here. And I thank everybody out there. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank everybody for listening. I want to have special thanks to our wonderful producer, Mark Winter. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. I'm Lauren Collier. Uh, Write me here at PetLifeRadio.com with any ideas you have. Have a wonderful day and week. This has been My Dog Digs Dirt. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.